1: Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast.
2: Tomiko Ryans to the Texans.
0: What are your initial thoughts on that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I just talked about how good that 49ers defense is. I right. mean, it's, it's just like the, the, one of the best coach defenses in terms of like nobody makes mistakes. They match every route perfectly. No one makes mistakes. A lot of talent especially down the spine, which he does not have now mm. <laughs> in Houston, you're, you're hopeful that you kind of flip it and you say, okay, well, now I, I my corners in San Francisco were probably my weakest spot and they weren't bad players, you know, and they obviously they, they got Travarius Ward this year, who's, who's a pretty good player, uh, Lenoir on the other side. But you're hoping that you're saying, okay, now – my best player is hopefully a corner in Derek Stingley, and we can build the defense that way. And hopefully it works out. There's a lot of work to do, but at least to a certain degree, you got a clean slate. You got to, you're right. going to pick your quarterback, you're going to pick a lot of players um, to to fill out your roster. You're going to have to do it your, themselves. Everything everyone says about Demikah Ryan is that he's a good he's a leadership guy, culture, that whole thing. So that seems to be, a, you know, a check. And yeah. Then. He's been talked about for a long
2: time as one of these sort of young coaches that was obviously on this pathway, like being a head coach sooner rather than later. I'm excited to see what he can do because this is the start of this Houston Texans project, whatever it's going to look like. Like they've been treading water for years now until they finally got rid of Deshaun Watson. Now they can actually deploy the kind of resources that they they claimed from, from trading him away. They get to take their quarterback at the top of the draft. Maybe we'll see if they have to give something up to jump back up to the spot that could have, should have been theirs anyway. Um, But I think Ryan's is a really interesting guy to sort of lead that project.
1: DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. They get all the Super Bowl action you need because new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Wow, this is great. Check the the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay, check it every day, 6 to 9 Eastern, to see what prop bet will be boosted. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PFF. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details.
2: Then the last one is Sean Payton to Denver, with obviously the complicating factor of the trade that involves in getting him, which would not have been possible, I don't think, without shipping off Bradley Jubb to get that first-round pick back.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe they give the first-round pick in 2024, which I, I say this as a Saints fan, I would have rather had that pick because the Saints are getting back, like, pick 30, I believe. I I don't think the Broncos are picking. I think the Broncos are probably <laughs> not picking in the 30s next year, so I would rather that, like I said, just as a Saints fan. But like, you know, Sean Payton, uh, the, his resume is stellar. Yeah. There's no, like, and it goes, and it goes further back than just New then right? Mm-hmm. You know, the great offenses with the Cowboys, taking Kerry Collins to the Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator uh, with the Giants. So that, I always think with those, with these type of situations, it's like, hey, Giants, OC, check. Cowboys, OC, check. Saints, you know, it wasn't the OC, but like play caller right. and head coach, check. Now do it again. Yeah. It's like that's, that's the thing that always scares me. The resume is perfect, right? Like you can't get you almost can't get a better resume. Do it again, buddy. Right, but I
2: think it is worth pointing out that, like, because I think a lot of people just go, oh, yeah, he was great, but he had Drew Brees the whole time. Well, okay, two things. Number one, there's a reason he got that job in the first place where he was great without Drew Brees, albeit as a coordinator, not as a head coach. And then his record with non-Drew Brees, Saints quarterbacks is insane. Like the guy wins almost regardless of who the quarterback is. Um, Sure, you can say, I mean, obviously anytime you pair a great coach with a great quarterback, it's going to be fantastic and it's gonna look better than it would otherwise. But his resume does stand up even without the Drew Brees thing. And then the second thing I think though is, this might be the hardest job in the NFL figuring out how to fix what we just saw from Russell
0: Wilson. This is the this is why someone asked me the other day like so the other day literally yesterday what um which job like I would prefer the Texans or the Broncos and it's you almost want to say the Texans because you have got a clean slate. You can kind of mold the team in your image whereas in Denver it's like it's a very specific task. Good roster though. Right. However, you have this glaring issue um, here. It feels like here. it feels
2: like those kind of scenarios you get in like football manager games or like you know <laughs> yeah. video game where it's like here's this ridiculously random specific. You've got seven games left. You're down by four points. You just lost your star striker, and you need to win you know eighty percent of your remaining games to win the title. Go. That's like that's yeah. what has just been handed to Sean Payton. It's like we have a Super Bowl caliber roster, a great defense, uh, receivers. We got everything you want. Russell Wilson was great, not so much anymore. Fix it.
0: Yeah. Go. And I'm of the opinion that I don't know if there's a fix here. Right. That's the problem, right? Like, what would you, like, I understand that we have so many good years of Russell Wilson play, but you get to a certain age, and I don't think at some point quarterbacks after 33 or whatever, I don't think you recover anymore. And also, I once it, once that drop happens, I don't know if you like, can get back to Obviously, her. he's been
2: sort of on the media tour this year, um, and he was on Colin Cowherd's show a lot, and he was asked about this a lot. It's like, you know, how would you fix Russell Wilson? And, you know, so people point out, like, oh, he told you how he'd do it. And if, if you listen to him sort of say what he would do, It's not the most detailed fix in the world. The same thing that every guy has said how they're going to fix Russell Wilson
0: for the past five years.
2: It's like I would look – no, but he was like I'd sit and I'd look at what he did well. I'd go through the concepts. I'd find out what worked, and I'd I'd run more of those. And (laughs) then I would ask him, like, you know, what what was he comfortable doing? And I'd run more of those. And then we'd build more of those types of things in the offense.
0: As as if – bevel and schottenheimer right. and hackett didn't say the same <laughs> like, things
2: but also if if that's like two things it's like yeah, not that, an offense that's, the, other, like. that's
0: the, the the flip side it's like you can't build a ho- whole offense out of like go balls and stick rights right like that's, that's your problem. problem
2: so it's like okay that was what you say on coward when nobody's really going to challenge you about it or, or like say well okay let's give me a little bit more detail on that you know now you actually need to do it for real and I don't know if there's an
0: offense to be built around what he's doing well right now. But especially now, if he's not going to be accurate anymore and he's not going to be able to do stuff he did outside the pocket. Yes. Like, if you're not getting all that stuff, then, like, what what is left to be built here? I, I mean, the only sort of shred of uh,
2: optimism is that, like, late in the year, it looked a little bit better. Like, there were some flashes of old Russell Wilson. Um, not much of them, but, you know, like, early in the season, you're like, wow, this is just not there anymore late in the year there were a couple of plays here there you're like okay maybe so I'm I'm interested to see it the other great thing from his point of view obviously is you know it's Denver they're owned by the Waltons they've given him a six-year contract with presumably many zeros attached to it and even if it all goes to hell in year one who cares (laughs) that's a good payday once they fire me so, you know, there's yeah. always that.
0: Uh, the, the, that uh, um, Going back to D'Amico Ryans, I think he also got a six-year deal, which is like... Yeah, that's a new <laughs> that's thing. Good, is... But good for him, though, because Absolutely. of what's happened the last two years, though, them them getting rid of a coach in their first year. Hey, are you going <laughs> to give me that money?
2: Particularly with, you know, there were random sort of rumors at the start of this offseason that Nick Azario wasn't safe despite not really starting this thing yet. Like if that's how unstable or on shaky ground this thing is, absolutely get the six year contract while you can and cash in.